The Lemonade Crime by Jacqueline Davies. Here's what we know. On one hot, sunny September day, seven boys named Evan, Scott, Kevin, Jack, Malik, Ryan, and Paul went swimming at Jack's house. All was well until Scott Spencer suddenly had to leave. Later that afternoon, Evan noticed that the $208 that he made from his lemonade stand over the summer was missing. Yes, missing. The money was gone. About a week later, school was back in session and Scott was bragging to all the kids of class 4-0 about his new Xbox 2020. Evan's first thought was that Scott must have stolen his money because he used it to buy the Xbox. Evan and his sister Jesse were convinced that Scott stole the money, but Scott was adamant he didn't steal anything. Jesse decided that they should have a trial to confirm his guilt. The trial takes place on the school playground on Friday after school. The sun was shining and the breeze was soft and all of the fourth graders took their places in the shade of the large oak trees according to Jesse's plan. If Scott is found guilty, he will have to give Evan his Xbox 2020. If he is found innocent, Evan will have to stand up during morning meeting on Monday and apologize to Scott in front of the whole class. Jessie is Evan's lawyer, and she makes a good case against Scott. She calls all five boys as witnesses, and they all recall the afternoon they went swimming at Jack's. They all confirm that Scott went in to use the bathroom and came out a little while later fully dressed. Then he raced home. It looked like they were going to find him guilty. But then Jesse called Evan to the stand and several new facts about the case come to light. Like the facts that Evan had stolen the money from Jesse and that half of the money belongs to Megan. Things were not going according to plan anymore. Then Megan offered to be Scott's attorney, and Jesse and Evan were shocked. How could their friend defend their sworn enemy? 
Megan goes on to tell the jurors that the evidence is circumstantial. No one actually saw Scott steal anything. Therefore, they cannot be sure that he did it. So they cannot convict him of the crime. It is getting late, so the jury makes a decision. Scott is innocent! Scott to a basketball game and proceeds to beat Scott. However, Evan does so in a mean and nasty way, and no one is impressed with the win. We are now at the final chapter of the book, and we still don't know who stole Evan Tresky's money. The trial is over, but was justice served? Will we actually find out what happened that hot summer afternoon? Evan is feeling terrible about how things ended with Scott, so he decides to go over to talk to him. Scott is still very upset about how things ended on the basketball court, but he invites Evan to play in his Xbox 2020. The boys are having fun, but making too much noise, so Scott's father gets very upset with them. The boys resume playing, and Scott tossed the ball and crash! accidentally hit the brand new, very expensive television. Scott's father was furious and almost mean to Scott. Evan stuck up for Scott and tried to explain that this was an honest accident. Scott thanked Evan and Evan decided that he should head home. As he was leaving, Scott opens the drawer in the file cabinet and pulls out an envelope with Evan's money! I am truly shocked at this point because I was sure Scott was innocent. Evan asked him why, and Scott said, because Evan had it. It doesn't really make sense, but I guess a lot of things in life don't make sense. Evan, Jesse, and Scott signed a pact of silence, and they all agreed that the matter is officially closed for good. This is Brooke Duffy. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Make sure to tune in next time at www.podcasts.